2: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins.
0: The Washington Commanders finally have a new head coach. It's not Ben Johnson. That's their original choice, which, by the way, Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator for the Lions, turned down the Commanders while they were in the air to go visit him. Not a good look. Instead, Washington goes with Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn as head coach. Has done a fantastic job coordinating that defense in Dallas, one of the best defenses in the NFL over the past few seasons. Previously, head coach for the Falcons went forty-three and forty-two when he was when in Atlanta and was also a part of that Super Bowl team that had the twenty-eight to three halftime lead, lost to the Patriots. But ultimately, this is who the Commanders have decided is their man. Chelsea, do you like this hire for Washington? I do find it a little amusing that they went to their arch rivals in the Cowboys to pluck their defensive coordinator.
2: Well, the last time they hired somebody that I thought was a good hire, that was a defensive guy, um it didn't end up very well with Ron Rivera. So, I'm going to have to hand it
0: Yeah, yeah, hand it back to me for a second. And I think that that's part of it when you look at this, when you look at this hire because the Commanders looked like they were going after an offensive mind, right? Because Ben Johnson has done a fantastic job coordinating that offense in Detroit. And so when you flip and you go to Dan Quinn, you say, and this was sort of the, I think the thought amongst a lot of Commanders fans yesterday when this, when this hire was announced was, oh, we're going back to another defensive guy. another. This is just a Ron Rivera retread. Bill, I'll bring in you for a second. I, I also think at the same time that just because you had a defensive-minded head coach doesn't necessarily mean, oh, I got to I gotta go to the offensive side. now. Now we have to get an offensive coordinator. I think more than anything, number one is just because you didn't necessarily have a great stint the first time as a head coach, you can be better the second time around. We see that. It takes time. It takes experience. And then secondly, how he builds out his staff. Is also going to be critical here. It's not just it's not just one guy and no one else. He's not being hired in a vacuum.
1: Yeah, the thing, Jinx, that that was amazing, and and, and you know this from being in this city for so long is the mm-hmm. underwhelming reaction <laughs> yes. that they got for this hire. And and you look at it and you go, Okay, the last time they hired a coordinator from the Cowboys, that didn't go well either when they brought in Norv Turner. So I think there's a lot of PTSD in this city of, what are we doing? We just hired a coordinator from our rival. (laughs) Remember what happened the last time we did this? So I think there's a lot of that going on. But, you know, I I think it's on the surface, if you just looked at it, you go, the hire is fine. It's just the people here in D.C., they wanted that offensive genius. Mm -hmm. They wanted that guy that's going to be able to, you know, hey, maybe – guide a new quarterback. We don't know what they're going to do at number two yet, if they're going to stick with Sam Howell or, you know, or take somebody else in the draft to, to help the offense. So I think there's a lot of unknowns. I think that's what got has people here in D.C. a little off kilter right now.
0: I, I think so as well. And don't you think just knowing D.C. fans, and this is not, this is not a criticism, I, I get it, but having been through this process so much, so many times again and again it's almost almost impossible to to nail this higher without there being some sort of blowback because I feel like the expectations are always like we're gonna get hurt here it's not going to be good.
1: yeah well that's what we were saying before there's just so much PTSD in this city over everything when it comes to the football team over the last you know 30 years yeah. so I, I think I think he'll be fine as long as they get somebody that can run the offensive side of the ball for him. I mean, again, he's, you, you see the, uh, you see the quotes from Logan Paulson who of course is a tight end here in DC and then also down in Atlanta and Paulson had said that Dan Quinn is the only coach that he's ever had that after he got fired, called him up and said, what could I have done to be a better coach that this Mm -hmm. guy is always Mm -hmm. trying to learn, always trying to get better. So that's an encouraging thing if you're a Commanders fan that you look at and go, okay, well, at least the guy can set aside his ego when things do go wrong and don't just sit there and go, well, it's my way or the highway, kind of like Dan Campbell did in Detroit when he kept going for fourth downs in the NFC title game because that's what we do. Sometimes you have to do things differently depending on the circumstance.
0: No, I think that's a great point, and I work with Logan a little bit out of commanders. And if you know Logan, I'm sure you do. Like he's about as nice a guy as it gets. He's a really good dude, and and that was the point he made across the board, which was if you want a player's coach, if you want someone who is going to set a vision. And then make sure that vision happens and communicate it every step of the way. This is your guy. And honestly, for a franchise that has struggled with communication from the top down, that has been dysfunctional for so long, I feel like that will be one of the more underrated aspects of this hire. Okay, Chelsea, you went down. You got a cough drop. You're back. The throat is soothed yesterday or now, I should say. You've been struggling with it all week. How you feeling now? You okay? you back?
2: Uh, it doesn't feel great. So it's just I'm going to need you to be on like red alert, because the red problem alert. is we talk for like these little monologues for like 30 seconds to like a minute. So mm-hmm. it's just like my voice decides, you know, 45 seconds in or whenever. It's like, well, that's enough. So just be on red alert. Uh, I hear you guys talking about the higher. So I'm just tapping in. So okay. overall, Jenks, what would be the letter grade on it? If you were grading the paper? would mm-hmm. you give it a B plus? Would yes. you give it an A minus or is it like a C?
0: I would say it's, I would say right now it is a solid B plus. And I think when you're trying to hire a head coach in the NFL, that's a great grade, but this grade can be altered based on who else he brings in. And we were just making mm-hmm. this point, which is it's yes. The head coach is the most important job. No question about it, but Who's going to be his O.C.? Will it be Eric Bieniemy? Will he bring in someone else? What about his defensive corner? Obviously, Dan Quinn will handle the defense because he's so good at that. That's his specialty. But how will he round out his staff? Will it have the sort of balance and experience that makes for a great coaching staff and ultimately a great football team? And And these are huge hires. We know that. Look at the Eagles are a perfect example right there in the NFC East, right? Where they lose their OC, they lose their DC, and then down the stretch, they sort of lost their identity. So I think this is a very good hire. I think it's perfect for the culture of the commanders, which has been an issue for a really long time. And also when we're talking about Logan, Micah Parsons is another guy. Arguably the best defender in the league or certainly one of them. And he was going on and on yesterday about how much he loves Dan Quinn saying, this guy isn't just a father figure. He isn't just a coach. He's a friend. I love playing for this guy. Ultimately, you can have a lot of success, regardless of your acumen, X's and O's wise, if your players love to play for you.
1: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
2: Okay, so forgive me if you've already stated this or talked about it, Mm -hmm. but isn't this what we heard about Ron Rivera?
0: I think, yes, it is, but also I think the difference between the two is, and I could be wrong here, Ron Rivera is a guy who, I don't want to say the game passed him by. That's not really fair. But I do think that elements of what made him a good coach just weren't or just aren't a part of who he is anymore. We forget that he used to be known as— That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he used to be known as Riverboat Ron. I'm like, Riverboat Ron? like Tugboat Ron. There's no Riverboat Ron. I haven't seen that guy in a long time. And so his defenses haven't really adjusted with the game, with how the game has evolved, particularly with the NFL being a passing league. And also he's not that gambler who's hyper-aggressive. So the Ron Rivera we see now isn't the Ron Rivera that made a name for himself in Carolina. Whereas with Dan Quinn, I think it's different because he still has a higher ceiling, and clearly based on what we saw in Dallas is a guy who is right in line with what you need defensively to be successful.
2: Okay, so it sounds like you like the hire, but I think I two things can also be true. Did you feel let down by this hire at all? Because the commanders did so much. They did. Uh, they hired the guy from the Warriors to like help headline their search, and it did feel like they were one of the last team's Mm-hmm. to get their head coach and as we know a lot of these hot shot ocs that were kind of in the mix resigned with their teams do you feel a sense of letdown by going to dan quinn here
0: i think there's a little bit of a letdown just because ben johnson would have been i think more of an inspired hire and again mm-hmm. when you've watched these defenses the thing with the commanders is over the past few seasons their defense was supposed to be the strength of this team right when they had montez sweat john allen chase and then they traded a couple of those guys away and the defense just never came together so the thought was all right that didn't happen for us let's bring in an offensive guru and the lions are exciting to watch on offense and this isn't a a retread or a name we've heard before he's kind of an up-and-comer so i think there's a bit of a letdown because Fans and and it was rewarded. It looked like this was going to be the hire. Ben Johnson was going to come to DC. So I think there's a bit of a letdown in that you go from oh this is an inspired choice to a guy who's always sort of in the mix. Whenever there's a head coaching opening in the NFL, you always hear the name Dan Quinn. So it feels like ah oh, we're going through an NFL retread. But I I think that's an unfair way to describe Dan Quinn. I understand the letdown and the disappointment, but ultimately if you dig a little bit deeper, I do think this is a very solid hire.
2: Has the NFL retread situation ever worked out like uh, to the extreme? I'm trying to think like, this is me just thinking aloud of think of the hires that I feel like Eric Mangini used to be one of them where you're like, Oh, he's coaching again. Great. Grand, wonderful. Or Rex mm. Ryan. Yeah. Can you think of any of these situations where it was an absolute retread and it ended up working out pretty well? Because, you know, I know yes. there's coaches that have on to different teams and have been really successful. Look at Andy Reid, now sitting mm. in Kansas City after being booted out of Philadelphia. But mm-hmm. what are some of the best retread coaching jobs that you can think of? And I think it's kind of tough. I can't even think of that many. It is
0: It is tough. I, I want to give full credit to Dan Helley here. You see him all the time. NFL Network does a lot of UFC stuff now. Fantastic guy. And he tweeted this out yesterday, and he was talking about, you know, it, it's difficult when – You hire someone like a Dan Quinn, and it seems like, oh, here we go again. This is just sort of the NFL wash cycle, if you will. Mm -hmm. But Bill Belichick was with the Browns before he went to the Patriots. Mike Shanahan was with the Raiders before he went to the Broncos. Pete Carroll went to the Jets, the Vats, and then the Seahawks. Andy Reid had a ton of success with the Eagles, but didn't break through until he was with the Chiefs. Tom Coughlin was with the Jags, then went to the Giants. So ultimately, there is a list – Now, it's not this super long list, but there is a significant list of very successful NFL head coaches who the first time around didn't quite get it right, but learned from that experience and went on to have a ton of success. And so that's what I'm talking about when I say, okay, yes, I I, I understand the disappointment, but the idea that, oh, it didn't quite work out the way you wanted it to the first time doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to work out the second time. And also Dan Quinn, to his credit, did have a lot of success. He did go to a Super Bowl. Now, I know he got fired in the end after a bad start, but he had a nice run with the Falcons. So I maybe it was disappointing, but ultimately, again, it'll come back to who he hires, and I think some of this has to do with Washington fans just being disappointed again and again and again. We like to lean into that because that's what we've known for 20 years
2: yeah and it's also just a tough division to play in Uh, looking at the Cowboys and the Eagles but speaking of the Eagles I think the Philadelphia Eagles are a great example of how important coordinators are like Mm -hmm. you touched on this point saying uh you know the coaching the head coaching hire is great but who he hires around him is just as important look at the Eagles this year after they lost both of their coordinators you know where they are sitting at home during the Super Bowl
0: yeah Absolutely right about that. We'll see. I'm excited though. Nice to have a fresh start here in DC.
2: For more, listen to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM weekday mornings from six to nine Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.